distant sound. That's the sound of the plane that is this intro crashing and burning in the distance. Fuck! We let's do our normal it. intro. It's the yeah. yeah. This is the let's, Ringo let's, zone. Let's do it. Let's... No, goddamn, we're not stopping recording. No, we're this starting. This is one take. All right, one take. yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Because we're releasing it. the same night. So yeah, we're talking yes. about barmates. That was a train wreck. If it's too bad, I'm probably just gonna fake one at the start. So I asked you to cut it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we're doing. Uh, if, if you're hearing this, we just did an awful intro. Um, anyways, we're talking about barmates, which uh, you just saw because it just came you know, recently. which just kind of aired today, which is awesome. Yeah. And uh, good episode. So, um, storyboarding oh, by Hilary Scarito and oh, Lauren shit. Zook. Um, before we get into it, I just wanted to point something out. Lauren Zook episodes: Chili Tea, Historical Friction, Catch and Release, Too Far, Log Date Seven Fifteen Two, and Barnmates and Hilary Fleto. Uh, you know. Historical fiction, catch and release, too far, log these 1752, But a lot of the big uh, Paradox episodes were Lauren Zook and uh, Hilary Fleardo. So they were like weirdly, you know, Lauren Zook's one of the new ones, but they're giving her like a shit ton of character development. So good job. She's like one of my favorite storyboarders. By yeah. Time. yeah. Uh, fun little side note that's also kind of Paradox related and Lauren Zook related. I know Sabath, if he saw this, he gets it. You probably didn't get it, Dylan. What? But the, the screen cap has been circling Tumblr where um, Lauren Zook tweeted saying something like, I think Peridot would be a Capricorn or something like that. And Amber Rogers, who's also part of the Crewniverse, replied with a drawing of Peridot wearing Gamzee makeup from oh, Homestuck. And, <laughs> and then Lauren Zook responds, well, this friendship was nice while it lasted. Uh, <laughs> well... <laughs> I fucking love her. So I, I uh, thought you were referencing the fact. I thought you were going to say that I would understand because it was from Tumblr. I was about to say I don't use Tumblr. No, I didn't use Just the home, the home suck reference, which is <laughs> yeah. So uh, it just so, showed Paradox looking high as fuck with Gamzee makeup on. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about the episode, but Randy wasn't in a uh, same old world. So Randy was not. and they're very continuous episodes. So Randy, you got like one minute to just say your thoughts. Yeah. Um, same world world. So real quick, you. I, I was kind of like, this is probably the first episode I kind of actually disliked and um, not <sighs> like completely disliked, but I'm like, there was an aspect that bugged me and it was Lapis. And I will say, Barnmates kind of fixed this problem like almost damn near instantly. Because, they're sister episodes, yeah. Yeah, they're they're very, they've been very much our sister. Like actually, these past few episodes have all been almost directly like connected with each other. But yeah, like in same old world lapis just seemed very lax about the whole you know i kind of have ptsd from being trapped in a poison fusion for months yeah. well i character wise though well so, so some people though when they have a traumatic event sometimes it, it takes a minute to kick in once you're out of it and, and sometimes it's immediate like oh but sometimes it's just yeah like, like i said you, you freeze it and you just don't you kind of like bounce back but you're not really there yeah, like like I said, I didn't know that this episode was going to be the next episode, and I didn't know that it was going to be yeah. like a direct sequel to Same Old World. So I thought they were just going to have this like er, like this part of character uh, Lapis's character arc where she yeah. was just going to like way too relaxed for a person yeah. who just went through the shit she went through. But this episode rectified it almost instantly. And yeah, yeah. personally, I feel like that a lot of these things that are happening, it's starting, it's, yeah. it's the episodes being only 11 minutes long, finally starting to catch up with it. We're getting all this world building and stuff. Um, and we've gone through so much stuff that now it's starting to feel like we can't fit enough into each episode. 
it's uh this is one of the ones where I wish it kind of followed. Not necessarily the day after, but it, it is so connected. I mean the last one ends with Peridot walking in. So uh this is the first podcast I think was just the three of us and we're the ones who are like line weights, color. Mm. So Yeah, we're like the three that are actually like digital art like evan has done digital not art before, thing. but he's yeah but he hasn't like do it as i guess as frequently as we have yeah, yeah he's so more about radio what's our thing he's, stuff like that he's but. done digital art before i didn't even know yeah he, he does he does he did a, he's done a couple comics he's he's really good with like cartoon and concepts yeah, and stuff so what, what are our we're things? like the it's three just, that like actively post uh, art something. on a, what Fairly is Randy? What, what did you just describe yourself as an artist? So we have well, some I mean, context of what we suck. Yeah, real quick. Describe myself as an artist. Like, okay, I'm. I will say I'm. Uh, I think I've said it before, but I'm pretty much almost exclusively character design. Yeah. Like, all my art is character design and characters and stuff like that. But and my style is cartoony and very heavily based on shows like Gravity Falls yeah. and Steven Universe. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Sabath. So just pigeonhole yourself real quick. What are you? Uh, I also work on on character designs, but I'm more of an aspiring uh, concept artist. So I'm starting to work into like backgrounds and at least scenery for the characters that I make. And my art style is kind of like a. It's not anime. It's not realistic, but it's kind of like a, a marriage between western and realism. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of prefer like. Um, you know, realistic body shapes, mm -hmm. uh, no noodle arms. You're, you're but, a lot more painterly. Than you yeah, know. I'm also, I'm very painterly, uh, uh, though I do like the cartoon style, and I do want to get better at that, but I've been really drawn to painterly styles yeah. with no line work. That's that's generally what I'm doing. Mostly, mostly, bleh, mostly characters um, and, you know, a semi-realistic but still kind of stylized look yeah for for me i'm a graphic designer by trade uh but um i do i have illustrated professionally my stuff is i i generally don't really have like uh i don't i don't output a lot i so i've got like serious art block and i've been busy with other other stuff but uh but in uh february of last year i actually posted some art and read it for the first time in a long time and uh since then i was like all right art 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 and recently, like a few, week or two ago, somebody was like, found this on, uh, on, on 4chan, the comic board. And they were like, it's weird that my art got reposted on 4chan and then got reposted on Reddit, which got like double the karma that mine did, which I don't care about karma, but it's funny that my re the repost of my art was more popular than my actual art. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how Reddit functions. I like, I don't think the original poster is ever going to get really good votes yeah. unless he posts at the exact right time. And they're oh, already yeah. really amazing. And, yeah. and these episodes, like, with, like today, when you're hearing these, I weirdly posted uh, an episode yesterday, and then I'm posting this, and then tonight you're gonna hear, you know, barmates. Like, we're so hearing now. Sorry, we, you, you earlier heard same old. We're world. posting, yeah, so, same old world. By so, the time you hear this, same old world will have been posted. Yeah, and uh, this is weird that we've been talking to ourselves, but just because we're going to be uh, art-focused and character-development-focused, I felt like it was like, ah, get some background on us, because we, we generally just go wild, and this is a more relaxed group of uh, episode uh, people. Yeah. So, uh, episode starts, we get, uh, you know, obvious... Paradot opening up with her little, yeah. her weird, I'm in front of people, but I'm still doing a weird to-myself yeah. monologue. Uh, Lapis hair changes rapidly. So does Paradise hair. I don't have an issue with it. Some people don't like the fact that height. Because some people. Oh my like, god! People... I have a couple friends who are cosplayers, and they they throw fucking conniptions over this show because color palettes and character design, because it's done by multiple borders, changes constantly. So they're like, well, "What the fuck kind of hair am I well, supposed also, to give her?" Large argument over the fact that in the flashback episodes, 
they look like baby gems. But if you look at their height proportions next to each other, it might have been someone else, I can't remember. It's, it's the same, roughly. But IJQ said, actually, intentionally, we changed the size of things. So nothing <laughs> is static. And so even if, even if there's other people doing, um, um, what's the other job? Storyboard revisionists. They, uh, the, they might change stuff a little bit, whatever. But the main storyboard, that, that's all up to the storyboard. Exactly. I think they always do a really good job. So, uh, Steven, amazing the drawing the line. Like, like he sees everything through TV and like tropes. I love God, that. God damn it, Steven. Just fucking like, I never saw this episode. And it's, you know, this trope probably works out fine. We're just going to draw a line right down here in the yeah. middle. Also, Steven Sugar, and I'm also, sure what they're kind of probably. What marker other... does he have that draws almost perfectly on like worn wooden bone uh, planks? There, there's those graffiti markers which you can draw on fucking anything, and it, it's perfect and very. In that hard to case, who's buying Steven graffiti markers? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to be 18 to buy those. Or no, the the crank ones. I think you can get uh, younger, but um, lap is is basically half lidded the whole episode. I did want to say really quickly the beginning where it sounds like she's apologizing or analyzing it. And then it's all to a recorder next to Lapis. Amazing, like, uh, dynamic of Peridot is from Homeworld current day. She's a Peridot. This is her job of analyzing and, and building and technician stuff. And Lapis is so far removed, which is what we kind of saw in Same Old World. So yeah. they're just so, op they're opposites in the most extreme way of not understanding It's weird. Other. They're, like, uh, to fucking, to use a kind of worn, uh, Phrase or saying they're two sides of the same coin because as will as will be elaborated later in the episode paradox says that they're the same but like they're yeah. both hand, they both kind of they they have the same situation but they were given different opportunities to deal with that situation and like polar opposite like paradox had like this like this huge arc where she was able to learn and grow with steven and the crystal gems Whereas Lapis was trapped with the most violent character in the yeah. show. And, and she and both of them are in in the same situation on a basic fucking level. Yeah. But like realistically, Peridot and Lapis backstory wise and way of handling the world, total opposites. Yeah, and exactly. we finally get some Lapis development. Like, I know both of you to a point where I don't want to call you fanboys, but you've loved Lapis before. You know, I still episodes. love Lapis. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I like her more now. Before, I might feel the uh, Lapis, and I, when I was going to use Reddit, I got in a long argument where she was not developed. Like, mm -hmm. Steven had the line where, like, I only ever see you when something horrible happens. Like, she's entirely reactionary. If you write a character's reactionary, you do get some development. But, mm -hmm. like, when a character makes their own decisions, that's when you fucking get some character Exactly. Out of it. You're, you're, you know what I you're mean? You're right. You're this exactly is, right. We, this is the first time in the last two where we actually see Lapis make some goddamn decisions. And the entire theme of Same Old World was Lapis, you're, you're a person now. Yeah. You're not I mean, the she, vice. Like, well, what about at, at the end of season one when she she's the one that decides to sacrifice herself yeah that. but it, but it's like we get the moment we get the second like what i, I got in an argument that's so minute that was like each expression she makes says so much about her and yes those things are character development mm -hmm. but they're not characterizing close to any other character until we see how happy she is with steven and how detached she is from everything and now this one how much she kind of detests Peridot. Not not just for interrogating, I don't think, but also just, just like being involved. It's, it's not... And yeah, being it's, a homeworld It's jet. not specifically She's... that Peridot... Like, yeah, Peridot did 
interrogate her and like bring her along on this trip that she didn't want to go on. It's just the idea of Peridot's existence and what she represents in Lapis's life is just like fucking with her. Like, no, yeah. you're the cause La of all of like I was trapped in a mirror, and you're the cause of the shittiest time of my life so far. But it's not. It's it's like to a point. I agree, but it's also I think for a major part of her life, it's just like you're representative of what homeworld exactly. is and i can't go to homeworld and you are the part of homeworld where i can't be there and yeah. you do not understand me because you don't know the torture i just went through and paradox is and that's the thing Paradise. i was raised entirely differently and i am back to when lapis was like not banished but left behind and she wasn't a warrior she wasn't you know uh, a sapphire she was a guest. Lapis was just a gem visiting the world back when the whole yeah. world was here. Yeah. And that's what it ended up being. Like, I don't mean like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to self-suck myself over that. I just mean it says a lot about her character. And I think there were earlier on hints that she was not a violent gem. She was forced into violence yeah. out of love. You know you know what I think is, like, the the most perfect... Well, out of love uh, out of fear. Yeah, well, out of, out of love of Steven yeah. and out of... Go ahead the most perfect... The most perfect analogy to these two, you know, Peridot and Lapis. Mm -hmm. I think Lapis is Randy and Peridot is Overwatch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Think, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We don't need to go into that. We had a very you long hit the argument about this. On the goddamn Which head. I, Thank you. Little issue, I think, where I, I don't, I think people take me as arguing when I'm trying to help them. And I'm like, no, no, no. But see, you don't need to view it that way. And they're like, well, fuck you. That's how I view it. And I'm like, but no, no, no. I'm trying to help you. And I just don't know when to stop. And then eventually it yeah. sounds like an argument. So that's exactly like Peridot, where she doesn't Dylan know when to... But it, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I won't stop trying to make it yeah. work, and I don't get when it's like, this just doesn't work. The pool, for example, amazing. The pool is you, blocking, is you mentioned blocking tags. Yeah, and I, yeah, my, and it's, and it's like, yeah, it We just, gotta it explain at least some of this, because no one's gonna know okay, what we're so, talking yeah, about. Real quick explanation. Um, me personally, and... I don't give a shit if you put hate just in the you. This yeah. is not a Ringo This is me thing. personally. This is, uh, Randy this is my yeah. opinions. If you feel the put, if you want to put hate in the comments for what I'm about to say, I'll make you answer. Well, that. fuck you. But, uh, okay, yeah. so uh, it's your opinion, I saw yeah. some. I, I was originally I was very excited for Overwatch. It looked like a very promising game, but some people that some people that will go unnamed. I just remember seeing a slew of posts that were very cringy fandomy posts about overwatch and i just kept seeing these same posts over and over and over again on my dash to the point where it just kind of like it soured me on the concept of overwatch i didn't really i wasn't really interested in buying the game anymore and i was like this is starting to get kind of fucking annoying and i said that on the in like our skype chat with our with all our podcast members and i mentioned them like i haven't even played it but fuck overwatch i don't want to play this game and it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did come out yeah, of nowhere. And my thing, yeah, but my, I, I my just needed was... to say it because it was like I I needed to like vocalize my annoyance. Yeah. Well, well, see the thing is, you use Tumblr actively. We're gonna all get off this topic in a second, but to bring it back to yes. the universe, I I am sick of of pretty drawings of, of pretty girls. I I don't care. I see the value of them, but like if you look at my artwork in the beginning, it was. Very horror body horror fusions. I I mixed the worst. Sintagregal. Mixed. Sintagreg, Lars. 
Lars and Sadie fusion. Yeah, no one liked that one. Or no, it was like it was it was, it was Lars and Worm Monster fusion, and then it was Sadie yeah, no, and no, weird. Yeah. It was Sadie and Lars as Worm Monsters yes. wrapping around each other disgustingly. Yeah, and that's the thing where I don't use Tumblr anymore because I don't give a fuck. But also, I don't want to see Steven Universe fan art because it does bother me. But what I want to say is what's weird to me. Just let's get off this topic. But Overwatch isn't out yet at the time of recording. So when you just it's yeah, just it it's the exact same Yeah, thing it's out right now. It's out right now. Projected, what it, well, it, well, it came out like a couple days we ago. Talking, but when we were talking and like before that I'm assuming Overwatch had not come out. Yeah, it was the little, it was you know. I mentioned so, this on the on the day like the eve of Overwatch coming yeah, out. Yeah, it was so, the day. So of. my point is to bring it to Steve Universe is the same effect of when people projected on Lapis mm-hmm. and Paradox. And they made them into a thing, very, and they made fan art of it. And that. you don't even know the thing yet. You haven't even seen the fucking thing. Though so I do, I, after this episode, I think if anything did develop between them like that, I don't expect it. It would probably be now would be the time to start speculating. No, here's the thing. If my 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 point in the show, like fandom versus canon, is that the concept of a ship does not bother me. At its base, like as a can- like if uh, if the universe ends up putting Lapis and Paradox together and they make it work, more power to them. They can write the show however they want. It's how the fandom reacts to these things that I am annoyed by. It's irritating. Yeah. Like here's the uh, thing. Well, here's the say... thing. I my opinion of Overwatch is not based on the game. I am not judging it as a game. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's the purely fandom, the right? fandom just sour me on a thing, and it's like, and I'm sure. From a from like an objective standpoint, Overwatch is a super fun game. It looks beautiful. I love a lot of the character designs, but the way the fandom has acted and treated it at, in in the uh, running up of its release, I just I can't get into it. It just soured yeah. me on it. I, I I have no money. I really want to play it. So uh, if you are a, a person who makes side reports out there, please uh, port that shit to Mac. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I wanted the point I was gonna make before we brought up Overwatch was the reason this episode works really well in my opinion is because it's like like both of them, both of their arguments for like things make sense because it could easily have just been Paradox could have been a sourpuss about the whole thing and just been a pissant like oh god, lastly last yeah. doesn't like me blah blah blah. But no, she actually yeah, she's grown. She's like I've changed. Yeah, she's like, grown. I'm different yeah. now. I have changed. Like. I've she's done learned how things. to care. Yeah. Yeah. And Steven's like, yeah, and her it's, life before it's that. true. Like, Lapis, trust me, I'm Steven. Paradox could yeah. be a better I, person. I don't I don't think you can knock Paradox for her previous behavior either, because I think that it, it's kind of implied that her role and her entire life on her yeah. world, her role, she's, she is. She was taught, it, it's she just was raised this. to There's think. no reason. Like, when originally yeah. Marble Madness and, like, Warp Tour, she didn't know anything about the Crystal Gym. She didn't even know they exist. So I'm pretty sure that between the time of uh, Marble Madness and Return Jailbreak, she learned that the Crystal Gyms were this basically terrorist group of people who fucked who majorly fucked up a big part of homeworld's expansion i wanted to say getting just focused on the episode i might honestly touch some overwatch shit out because we went for a long time on that uh who knows maybe we'll hear all of it but the the backgrounds on this the fact that they were gray they were not aggressively rainy they were well it starts off the episode starts off sunny yeah but it, the grayness of it, uh, in the uh, the color design that follows, is really fucking solid. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. And Paradox, like you know, gift giving. Uh, first of all, like you know, Lapidot Shipper. I personally don't believe like Randy Shipster Thomas. I know, yeah, 
But uh, I don't believe any ship will be in the show ever. I said it before. I believe that they'll have hints and like little bits Not so that if you're a shipper, you can, you can jack off to it. But I don't think Lapis and Peridot or any character is going to end up getting together. Steven and Connie, even. They're going to have their little, like, you know, 13 or 14 and 12-year-old flirt or almost 13. And they're going to be, like, in that weird phase of, like, like liking somebody that's your friend. But they're never going to really, like, they're not, I, if they kiss, it won't be, like, they're now together. I don't think there's a, Garnet will be the only ship, I believe, personally. But uh, the drawing of uh, Lapis and Peridot, hilarious kind of, you know, knock at the fandom of, like, this is, you know, what you do. The giving her the tape recorder. I don't recorder, think it's a knock on the that fandom. Was not, 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 no, not neck. No, no, like, a, like, a little bit, like, it's like, it's like an Uncle Grandpa crossover when you see him when he makes a gem sona. It's just kind of like, where, where are you? There you are, kid. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not, it's not making fun of them. It's more just like, this is some DeviantArt shit right here, which is cool. But like, you know, here it is. Haha. Not mean, but you know, whatever. Uh, Peridot's hair changing in the line we saw in it. Really beautiful. Steven uh, is a little bit off model, but in a very good way. He compliments Peridot well, but the fucking, you know, she says it into the uh, tape recorder and then crushes it. Really hurt to watch because, like, log day 7 15, 9, yeah, this 12, is like the moment the where you're like, hurts when you like, watch Like, here's Lil the thing, Blue. like, at the beginning of this, for the from the first half of this episode, you kind of sympathize with both of them. It's like, okay, yeah, they both have points, like, with the card. Like, the card is just sort of like Peridot didn't word her compliment very well, which is understandable. Yeah, Lapis it, reacts to it, and then, in the, in the and then the pool is ridiculous. Lapis, Lapis yeah. gives out her, she like very scarily uh, explains why she doesn't like the concept of a pool and you're just like okay both sides of this argument work and then the moment the moment lapis crushed the tape recorder i was like fuck you you blue bitch you fix that for paradox now well, to me yeah to me i was <laughs> i was angry at her but i understood her entirely oh, I, I was like it, but this I was is perfect i was caught up character. in the moment and i was like fuck you that meant a lot to paradox you asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the fact that Peridot left, like, yeah, great oh uh, character development that moment. That whole speech of... that Peridot gave was perfect. Because Peridot isn't, like, I don't consider her selfish when she says, the sweet and lovable Peridot, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, because, like, she only understands Earth terms in which then applied to her, and it's funny mm -hmm. as fuck. So I don't find her, like, um, self-absorbed. Yeah. But, like, uh, when she says that kind of stuff, and then she leaves, it shows, like, she understands, like, she's, like, out of the billions of other life forms that don't care about it, yeah. you. she's just a person who, or a gem she that just, is she not cares, in a society where... She cares, but she has a genuine inability to verbalize that care. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't, uh, properly attitudes yeah. She And it's a problem I have, which is kind of why I've grown to love Peridot since she's been characterized, because I often kind of forget to say, and, of course, this other thing, just to be polite. With, so that with, Rand, with Randy, for example, to bring it back, I didn't know when to end that conversation. Because to me, it was just, uh, I'm trying to help you. At the end, we'll get to a resolution. You're right yeah. or I'm right, but like we'll get there. Where I should have just fucking dropped it. And just real quick, uh, when the roaming eye comes, not a red eye weird, the color design on Lapis with that like red I wanted honor, to say which, real quick I mean? before we get to the red eye, like I said, that the whole scene with the tape recorder is just perfect. And it shows how, again, how much Peridot's grown as a character because when Lapis asks her to leave and Peridot just, like, she doesn't, like, she doesn't, she runs she doesn't away. lash she doesn't out. No, she do. doesn't lash out back at Lapis. She's just like, fine, I'll leave. And she just leaves. Yeah. And 
And she's not think, like, I'm going to go stay at my mom's house. She just runs you, away. She she's just like, walks I'll away calmly. And Lapis is just sort of like, well, that solves that problem. And then yeah. Steven just hits it, her with the fucking, you were kind of an asshole just then, Lapis. Like, yeah. not and, cool. and, like, and, and, I, I mean, I care for you, Lapis. You're one of my friends. But, like, seriously, that was a real dick move. And it, it doesn't develop Steven. It just shows Steven, which in it's a way Steven, is development for kind of people to get Steven it. Steven. Because Steven doesn't. Steven doesn't get it though. He's not right because Lapis went. Steven's the narrator. So much. Yeah, he's supposed to say what we feel, but if you think about Steven, he doesn't understand why these emotions are happening. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't get why Lapis would feel this way. Like he does. He's empathetic, but he's not able to like sympathize with the situation that she's truly in. Yeah, he he didn't yeah. experience like, and, and, exactly and what said. Like that's like fucking ultra. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Hunter. If you imagine it. If you try to picture it in human terms, she went through some shit. Like, yeah, so Stephen she... doesn't fully understand, but he does. He does. He well, does, Stephen even says it he himself. Does grasp, he says that he doesn't. He does grasp he forget. that what Lapis did was not cool. Yeah, but all like the, I like I yeah. sympathize with Lapis he, that he went through a bunch of is... shit. But it does like no amount of shitty behavior is justified. It can be justified by the shitty things that happen yeah, I, to you. I, I have said it yeah. so many times. If you are mentally ill or, or going through some shit, you are entirely comfortable for yeah, exactly. your actions. But there is a point where you need to understand why someone is acting mm-hmm. the way they are, and that might be, you know, not like a, a excuse, but like an it's understanding. It's an understanding, but it doesn't. It doesn't justify so, that it happened. So yeah. So so Stephen tries to understand it, and Lapis kind of acknowledges that she's, you know, uh, rel- which justifies like she's. She's responsible mm-hmm. for her actions. But it's a weird thing where you see Steve, where he's generally, the gems are kind of, honestly, compared to him, kind of a mess emotionally. And he's the kind of, like, guiding voice. But in this one, it was like, Steven was actually, in a way, if you really consider what she went through, like, he like like he was saying what we all thought, but if you really consider the situation from Lapis' perspective, what what she did was, like, you know, I would say... That was mean, but like I understand is what I would say to Lapis. And no, you know, see, what, you know what I mean? Opposite. Like, it's wh- like I, I would be, the, I would say it in the opposite order. It'd be like I understand, but that was a dick move. Like, like that's the thing. Like, yeah. it ultimately well, that, comes down to difference. is it okay that they did what they did? And for at the, yeah. at the end of the day, no. What Lapis did was not okay. I get why she did it, but it was not cool that she did it. Well, also, it's like why did Peridot need to stay in that barn to a point? What? You know what I mean? Like, Lapis doesn't have a right to it, so she is responsible for her actions, and that being kind of like, well, you know, what the fuck? But at the same time, out of the two, like, who should we be sensitive to? It's Lapis. Like, Peridot has gone through some shit. I will acknowledge that she's had a humongous transition and a really fucking thing, but Peridot herself acknowledges, you know what, Lapis? That's what you not. That's what you need. No, no, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't Peridot accepting that she was in the better position. It was Peridot being the better, but the higher she was taking the higher road. Lapis, she knew that Lapis. Yeah. There was no like. There was she at the point that uh, Lapis crushed the tape recorder. She knew that handling this logically would not make sense. Lapis was not going to take yeah. the high road at all. So Peridot had to be the well, one to uh, take uh, the high road. Well, well, also no, it's like. Peridot is the character where, where Steven doesn't appreciate how much Lapis has gone. Peridot's the one who kind of gets it, because she says, we're the same, but she also, I think when she leaves, 
in a small way at least, I think it's an acknowledgement that she she sees something that Stephen isn't. I don't, I don't, I don't agree 14. with that. She, he's, he's a fu- okay. Well, just yeah, yeah. Opinion. But my personal opinion, he's fourteen. He doesn't fully understand the damage that she's gone through necessarily, and Peridot doesn't fully understand it. But she at least understands that she's hurting more. Let's get to the end of this. Uh, final thoughts. You guys good for yeah. that? All right. Uh, I just want sure. to say, best part of this episode, honestly. Lapis looking at the uh, roaming eye, not her red eyes, it's cooler now, uh, and the, the, the back shot where she's got the red hair. Color artist, amazing. The slam down with the water is a great reminder of how fucking strong she is and how she's like, you know, like one punch man. So she's the strongest, but she doesn't really want to mm-hmm. deal with this. Uh, great faces, hair changing, I like it. It works well for this one. It's intentional always, but it's, it's great. And um, I, I, my Curie, I mean, obviously the cliffhanger, the ruby yeah, comes out, Jesus and uh, oh shit! But, but my also, I would argue, um, because Homeworld has now seen this, like, how are they going to react to Earth? You uh-huh. know what I mean? If we're just reacting to this episode, well, here, all right. So, uh, Randy, um, what you got? Let's. I really do. I really love this episode. I love what it did to further Aerodot and Lapis's characters in the show, and like. <laughs> fucking uh fucking rubies like we didn't really get to elaborate upon that but a fucking ruby with an eye gem pops out at the fucking end and like shit like what the fuck i because i saw the sneak preview for this like months before it came out and i saw the float the roaming eye thing they didn't show the ruby they showed the roaming eye and i was like i thought it was going to be another red eye situation where it's just a machine and they break it and then like oh we'll have to deal with that in a few episodes but no like Ruby just kind of pop the pops the fuck out, and she's just like giving the evil eye. But yeah, really good episode. Yeah, and I, and I, and Amazing character development for Lapis and Peridot, and ends on a fucking hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah, and you said it, it makes up for all your complaints yeah, it, it in the same old world. Does. And and the rubies, I'm I'm curious personally how Garnet is gonna react to seeing a ruby. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I don't think that she, I don't think she would particularly freak out because I just how, think it's interesting. Whatever it's gonna be, I don't know. She might react poorly. It'll be less about seeing a ruby and, and more about uh, Jesus Christ, more homeworld gems. Oh fuck! Well, what are we gonna do about that? Yeah, but also they they have it they have an advantage the way, because it's a the... ruby. You know what I mean? I want to know oh, what. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think, I think it's pretty obvious personally that they're gonna diffuse and Ruby's gonna deal with ruby. Yeah, I have a feeling so it's gonna be that's gonna be and r- ruby and ruby and fucking ruby. Ruby, 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 Ruby <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got. I mean, I got to make that intro if they say the name enough. That makes me think of the oh, yeah. of that cartoon. <laughs> I got to watch it. All right. So, Bob's final thoughts. We're, We're doing it during time. Um, my final thoughts. I wanted to bring it, bring it up earlier, but uh, I I think um, even though yeah, this was a really great characterization episode for Lapis. Um, still think yep, Paradox exactly. was still on the oh, show and. Um, this was this was Lapis uh, <laughs> definitely has her own decisions, but she is very reactionary to Peridot. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm I'm most positive that Lapis mm-hmm. is going to get her time in the spotlight as well. And I remember when people thought uh, on the last episode yeah. when they heard that Peridot was staying in the barn, people were cli- crying bloody murder, thinking that they're going to turn Peridot into a background character. Yeah, but no. Uh, after all they went through. Uh, but not nah, freaking. I think this episode really like, shows I, that Peridot is probably Rebecca Sugar's baby, if I, not the whole. I, I personally, the whole cast. 
she's not yeah. going to be main, yeah. I don't think. She's going to exactly. probably end up in a new intro, and she's going to be a little bit above Brick. She needs, she needs to She'll be like a little bit above I need to, but I, need to, I think, after, after the development. I, 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 yeah. You said that, like there's going to be a moment where Lapis has time to shine. I believe that's going to be whenever the hell they decide to actually bring Jasper back, because I want to see... I want to see Jasper interact with Lapis and not in a in a situation in a situation if we think back to the where old days, immediate, like warlike battle doesn't break out where like the other crystal gems can mediate this because Jasper would be on her own at this point. Oh, no, Lapis would break that. But no, it's a Bob. Yeah, go ahead. Saying. I don't want you to get cut off. Well, no, I was going to say that back in the day, we, we were looking at Paradox yeah, like exactly. she was going to be one of the main villains. Um, and I and I was going to say that I think that we still need a main villain, but <laughs> exactly. then I realized that, that yeah. was Yellow Diamond. Um, well, the, but, the, the thing is, we thought we thought the cluster was going to be the end game for a while. If you think about uh, RPGs, I think basically we're going to deal with a lot of mooks, like a lot of uh, you know mini characters, and then some like mini problems. Kind of like the cluster isn't directly like related to the mm-hmm. homeworld plot. I don't think we're going to go writing as Yellow Diamond. I don't believe War Against Homeworld is on the horizon. I think she's just revealed as like the big bad boss that exactly. we'll get to eventually. Not a lot of yeah. But like yes. a- another thing that I want to say before we close out, um, I, my personal favorite scene where we see like how far Paradox has come is when she talks <laughs> about Camp yeah. Oh, yeah, in the fifth season. That. that was one of the best. That callback makes her so. Humanized. Yeah, I really like Paradox's character. Like, like uh, people were like everyone like the, uh, going back to the fandom real quick. Like every like all the Paradox and Lapis fans are going to be jacking themselves off because like oh they're getting this great character development. I knew they were going to be amazing, but it's like well I mean like the way they turned out is amazing, but that doesn't make you fucking Nostradamus with like and like I said ship Nostradamus. Yeah. I not said ship Nostradamus jokingly, yeah. I might add. Yeah. But I will never stop yeah, saying you're Shastradamus after you said that one time. <laughs> but like, good. yeah, like, um, I just really like how they've turned out as characters because it's way better than how, like, Max has said it before. Canon, Canon, Peridot, and Lapis are like miles better than fan Peridot and Lapis. Yeah, but oh, yeah, I, I want, I want. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I mean, yeah. we were doing final thoughts, and it was Sabat's turn, and I just kind of derailed it with the fandom thing real quick. Yeah, you got. <laughs> We yeah. got anything else? I'm sorry, I'll yeah, you. that's fine. I, that, that's that's pretty much it. Yes. <laughs> so are we good? Uh, thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Good night.